From the PSIA, AASI Very Mobile Studios in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. And next in our Meet the Team series, we are meeting with new team member Thule. And I'm going to let you say your last name because I've messed it up about 10 times already. <laughs> Thule Badisilich. It is so great to chat with you. Uh, tell us what it was like for you when your name was announced uh, following tryouts. That was such a such an exciting experience. You know, it was a little funky this year because of COVID. We were all kind of out in our own space, in our own rooms, and things were on the live feed. So it was a little hard to track when it was our turn and what was happening. But um, super exciting to be to be called up there. The cross country team is is a much smaller portion of the whole team. You know, smaller numbers than alpine and and snowboard. So we. Um, we only had two two people's names called, and having mine one, as one of them was was pretty exciting. I think you see it with everyone whose name was called, just the wave of relief after that whole process, and, and waiting in your own conference room, waiting for your turn to be called up there. Um, just a lot of relief and joy, and, and just feeling really supported by everybody that was there. Tuli, what was it that made you want to take on the uh, pretty enormous effort of trying out for the team? I think just having a little bit wider reach with with my instruction and and getting to contribute to something a little bit bigger. You know, they say what's what's good for in the industry is good for you. And as a ski instructor, I just felt like if I can contribute to kind of a, a bigger audience than just just the Northwest or or just my ski schools and area, then that's going to be, I think, better better for everybody and it's kind of the next kind of the next step I think a lot of people have said on here so far just going through the process of getting your certifications and then becoming part of the ed staff when you're already kind of in that pipeline and you're excited about what you're working on and you're excited about the people you're working with kind of looking to the future being on the team is is kind of the next move now, Ms. Badisilich, I wanted to prove to you I could say your last name. Ha! Got it. <laughs> uh, one thing I find very interesting about you is that you really enjoy all sliding on sports, uh, sliding on snow sports. I do, yeah. I am um, not just a not just a, a Nordic skier, although that's what I, I spend most of my time on, on skinny skis, um, just because that's what I do for work, but I love downhill skiing and spend quite a bit of time backcountry skiing and snowboarding when I can, you know, on the off days. Now, do you like the really skinny skis or do you spend a lot of time doing telly? Um, I actually don't do telly. It's like the one thing that I am, I'm probably less, less equipped for <laughs> literally in terms of equipment. I think that's the one, the one pair of skis that I don't own. Um, and have had kind of the, the least amount of practice on but it was so it was so awesome at um both at tryouts and the three days afterwards getting to ski with the real tele skiers <laughs> and then also just my my fellow cross-country team members who have spent more time tele skiing that was that was a real treat got some tips right out of the gate now what did you like most during tryouts and what did you feel maybe you would struggle with or what made you maybe the most uneasy at, at tryouts? Um, I think, I guess my, the, the part that I enjoyed the most 
was, I don't know if this counts, but the three days after tryouts, <laughs> getting to ski, getting to ski with the whole team was, was really special. Um, but as far as tryouts goes, I think the, the most unnerving part was just the, the high pressure situation. You know, I felt really well supported by the other candidates, the other cross country candidates that were there. Um, and that was really great, but it's, even if you're supported, even if you show up prepared, it's a really high pressure situation. And I, I generally don't perform well under pressure. Um, so I think, yeah, just having the, the selectors there with their clipboards, you know, writing, writing down near every move and, and all of that was probably the toughest part, but all you can do is just show up and, and do what you do best. So I felt, I felt pretty confident, uh, with the teaching portions and, the ski performance tasks and just kind of giving it my all. Now, Tula, you also have a lot of background in horseback riding and equestrian. Yeah, that's my, that's my other main activity. Can you tell us a little about that? Yeah, so I have, um, I grew up riding horses. My mom owns and, or directs a nonprofit here in the Medhaw Valley that does therapeutic horseback riding and equine assisted therapy as well as some sport competition so that I kind of grew up in that learned how to ride and train horses and have kind of been doing it ever since so all of my off season when it's when there's no snow on the ground is, is spent with horses and that's actually where a lot of my development as an instructor has come from going and teaching horsemanship and competitions and and that kind of stuff and then also just being privy to other instructors within the horse world, you know, going to clinics and with some of the best riders in the country. In um, I, So I do three-day eventing, which is like the triathlon of horse sports, which is dressage, cross-country jumping, and stadium jumping. So I've spent a lot of time as a student in that sport um, and had a really amazing kind of growth in that getting to ride with some of the best three-day event riders in the country or in the world and as we know as instructors just because you're the best at your sport doesn't inherently mean that you're the best instructor for that sport so I think just getting to kind of reflect on what makes people really great instructors whether it's riding horses or downhill skiing or snowboarding or whatever that might be that was pretty critical for me um, and happened mostly in in the arena of horses so to speak is just kind of figuring out what works and what doesn't work you know who so, just because they're a great rider and if they can translate that to getting other people to to do the skills that are necessary and then you know there's people who had a little um you know, I just didn't quite have the connection with their students. So that was pretty pivotal for me. And then uh, just getting a lot of time spent connecting with people. And I, you know, teaching equestrian sports, I teach everyone from, you know, three-year-olds who just essentially want a pony ride <laughs> to um, adult amateurs and young, young folks trying to go to competitions um, and then do a lot of equine-assisted therapy for people who need assistance or hippotherapy to help get them, you know, recovering from a stroke, whatever that might be. Um, so a lot of a lot of different opportunities to to learn how to connect with people. 
which has been really special. Sounds like the transferability of teaching skills between those sports is incredible and that good teaching is good teaching. Yeah, who would have thought? (laughs) (laughs) Now, can you tell us something about yourself that maybe we don't know? Let's see. Um, I can do a headstand on almost anything. Wow. (laughs) That's that's my fun, my go-to fun fact. I'll show you on skis sometimes. Can you do that in really deep powder? That's a great question. (laughs) Not something I've tried yet, but with any luck, I'll have the opportunity in the next year, right? Plenty of powder skiing. We'll see. And what do you feel that is unique about yourself that you bring to the team that will really add? I think just having that versatility on any type of skis. I'm by no means an excellent alpine skier or snowboarder, certainly not an excellent tele skier, um, but I've spent a lot of my life on downhill skis and on snowboards and um, skiing on skinny skis is definitely my where my strength lies, cross-country skiing and teaching cross-country, but I think you know, PSIA has been kind of following this track of this one team idea for at least the last term. And I think we really got to see that come to fruition during the three days after tryouts. And I think that's one of my strengths is something I bring to the team is having that versatility and being able to cross pollinate, so to speak, because that's that's kind of our goal is to to bring in the knowledge from from all the disciplines instead of kind of just staying as our own satellite discipline. So I think being able to kind of cross over into the other disciplines is maybe one of, one of the things I bring to the team. And in conclusion, what are your goals over the next three years with the team? Ooh, that's a big question. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just excited to learn from everybody. Um, it was very apparent the three days after tryouts, getting to ski with the whole team, that it's full of really remarkable people. And everyone, as you said, we don't, we're not trying to have a bunch of clones out there representing PSIA. <laughs> and everyone's bringing something special to the table. And I have a lot to learn. I think I'm, I'm probably one of the youngest members on the new team. And, um, and I'm on the cross-country side, so we have a, a fairly small team. And my goal is just to soak up as much as I can from from everybody else. Tuli Badisilich, congratulations on making the team and uh, look forward to working with you over the next three years. Thanks so much, George. From the PSIA ASI Very Mobile Studios in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.